0: super talk mississippi
1: media production magnolia beef and seminary has top quality beef products that are raised right here in mississippi they also have fantastic gifts for every age for the best beef in mississippi and so much more visit magnolia beef and seminary or find us on facebook
2: this is rebecca turner and thank you for listening to the good things podcast here on super talk mississippi point three
0: it's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well,
1: I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come.
0: You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going
1: to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come.
0: Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, Here's Rebecca.
2: Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. Now, don't forget, tis the season for giving the gift of Mississippi travel. And there are plenty of good places to plan to see in 2022. So head on over to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And more of the weather woes is what we're getting here in Mississippi. And someone posted in the Good Things Facebook group that said, I know we joke about Mississippi weather. But today it is the mid-70s with a low of 33 tomorrow. At least that's coming from Macomb and Brookhaven. And I know many of us in central and maybe north Mississippi is kind of under a weather aware or or staying weather aware today. So, Rhino, why don't you at least start us off with a good... Weather report.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna get a little bit stormy tonight. There's a pretty gnarly front moving through, and that's why you have this kind of warm, balmy feel today on uh, December the tenth, where you've got some parts of the Magnolia State seeing record highs. But uh, yeah, tomorrow's gonna be cooler because that, like I said, that gnarly front's gonna move through. It's predominantly gonna impact northern Mississippi overnight. Uh, You're looking at an elevated risk of severe weather. If you draw a line from Tupelo down south of Greenville, that slice of Mississippi north of that line, you're looking at... Anywhere from 9 p.m. tonight to about 4 in the morning, you have a chance. Which
2: is the worst time for bad weather.
1: you got a chance for severe storms popping up. They can't rule out tornadoes or hail or damaging winds. So you do want to be weather aware. You do want to have your emergency radio or keep it tuned in right here. The little alarm will go off and let you know. But uh, south of that line, there's still a chance for severe weather, but it's lessened a bit. Uh, It's less likely you'll see tornadic weather or even hail, but there is still the chance of damaging winds and heavy rain. That's anywhere from midnight to about 5 a.m. is the latest chance I saw on that. And then anywhere south of central Mississippi, you could see a bit of rain, some wind, but it shouldn't be severe by the time it gets to you.
2: Well, just stay weather aware. Go ahead and make your uh, plans for, if the worst case scenario, before you go to bed. And then hopefully we'll all get good shut-eye and we won't need any to use any of it come first thing um, in the morning. This actually kind of ties into what we're talking about, too, on the Good Things Facebook group. Because within our own little family unit now, I've got uh, three sister-in-laws. We're all in sort of different generations, just a little bit. Uh, the ages are spread out, but we're all starting to have children. Well, some of us already have, already have kids for a while now. Um, and so we got to talking about the different ways that things that my mother-in-law or father-in-law would do that we would never even think about doing now. And it even went back a little further depending how old it was. And I thought, man, this is funny to talk about. And this is not good and good fun. I understand that parents of the 70s, 80s, and 90s, you guys probably disciplined a little differently or whatever it may be. But this is good things here. Let's talk about some of the more uh, taboo things that maybe your Parents did with you, or you did with your kids, that you couldn't imagine being done with your grandchildren, or now you doing in turn with you with your own children. And it just shows you how much maybe the world has changed a little bit. Or and I think it's too generational. There's things that your parents, or what we'll talk about, your grandparent, their grandparents would have thought was crazy, you know, as well. It just kind of comes with the changing of the times. But I'll start to sort of give you an idea. I can remember during summer break here in Central Mississippi. We had the rapids on the reservoir, and it was just a water park, your traditional water park. I think we were like 10 or 11. Me and my good friend, my mom took us because she worked here and didn't have child care where we lived uh, out past central Mississippi. And she just dropped us off with pizza money and told us not to leave the premises. And we would spend several hours there enjoying the slides and the wave pool and all the things. And then we just knew at three o'clock mom was going to be outside the gates waiting to pick us up. And you know, no cell phones, no babysitter, none of that. You ran out of money. You just figured it out. And yeah, I there's I laugh now, and I'm, there's no way I would do that with my kids uh, today. But but then it was that was just what what you did during during the summers.
1: I've got a bit of a curveball because it kind of flips the question on its head because it's really it's very acceptable now, but it was. Almost taboo, especially the farther back you go, because of the risk of a long-distance phone call. But letting your kids play with the phone. Nowadays, you'll just, here, toddler, have this smartphone, play Uh with it. But you wouldn't dare let your kid just pick up the landline at the house and, oh, yeah, go have at it.
2: Go have at it. Oh, absolutely. We'll be calling China. Absolutely, absolutely not. You would definitely not do that. On the text line, Larry and Jackson said, we would ride in the back window of my grandparents' um, big car. I think even now you feel like there's this sense that when you're on the farm or you're deer hunting or, you know, you're on your own property and kids do get to, like, sit on the hump. Or sit in the back, or ride ride in the tail, or with the tailgate down, or whatever it may be. They feel so free, and they have so much fun uh, because you can't really do that the way maybe you once um, could. And some of this, you know. It's good safety reasons around it. There's good and bad, but I think the the purpose is just kind of think about, you know, how things have changed and laughing at the fact that your parents probably did things that now we were we just would never in a million years think about.
1: We got two back-to-back on the C text line from the 601 and from Mickey. Kids riding in the back of a pickup truck.
2: Mm-hmm. That was the best place to be. You would ride in the back of a pickup truck? It was the
1: coolest place to be on a hot day in an old truck with no A.C.,
2: well, I remember making the trip to Disney in my dad's Astrovan. <laughs> and he took out the middle seat so you could have more room to sort of stretch out and play. Seatbelt? What? Seatbelt. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know if the, my mom and dad were, but they made it into a little, like, RV kind of sort of thing, although it wasn't. You play games. You could nap. You could do whatever. Now? Nope. You're not going to do that. Well, you may, but it would you would... It would be more duck. The cops coming. <laughs> hey, can I say that on the radio? You probably shouldn't do that. Uh, do that either. There's definitely new safety guidelines that keep our kids safe. But it's just thinking about again the things that your ki- your parents used to do that now you just sort of like, Mom, how could you do that? Rhett in says, I think I went the wrong way with it. At eight years old, I rode from Lincoln, Nebraska, to Lafayette, Louisiana, sitting on the bump in the back seat of a 78 Camaro, while Mom...
1: Chain-smoked Virginia Slims.
2: Which rolls into yours rhino too with just the fact like when before smoking we understood the health consequences of not only individual smoking but then also secondhand smoke we're not downplaying that at all but there was a time and place where
1: yeah external danger really didn't come into play like it would blow kids minds nowadays if they go back in time to when you and i were growing up and you going out to dinner with the family going out to eat and you go up to the hostess and they go smoking or non-smoking And you've got half the restaurant sitting in there enjoying a nice meal, all the family sitting there, just a cloud of smoke hanging over.
2: And now... That would blow their minds. It would blow their minds. What blew my mind was uh, Mike Hart on the Facebook. He said, there was a smoking tree at school for students that smoke. You just needed a note from your parents and be in high school. I mean...
1: There's... That had gone the way of the dodo by the time I was in high school. But,
2: yes, yeah. that had completely gone. Well, you know, going back to where uh, f- for us, where we were in, in middle school, high school, right across the street was a McDonald's from our middle school. I guess junior high then. Junior high. And if you had a signed note from your parents when, you, when the bell rang, you would walk and then the little cross guard would let you walk from the school across the street to the McDonald's, knowing that you would either have a ride there or your parents would actually pick you up there and you would have like McDonald's money. And I think they loved; they had a love-hate relationship with sort of that set up. But I can't imagine a scenario now where a public school would allow kids to just cross the street and go hang out at a restaurant and be like, your parents said you are now Free to go and roam about the universe. I mean,
1: yeah, especially nowadays. Because I mean, I I went to high school in the early two thousands, and I went to a an event that was on campus before the school day. It got done before the school day, so I left campus to go get donuts and came back and got in trouble because I had left campus without permission. I'm like, I wasn't even here when it was school yet. <laughs>
2: Patty says our curfew in the neighborhood, like so many of yours probably was, was when the streetlights came on. You know, that's before you had all the cell phones and the technology to sort of keep up with your kids. It was like, okay, is your schoolwork done? Go play. I'm cooking supper. Streetlights come on. Y'all just come on back home. I'll have to admit, I never, I was, but I was also never raised in a neighborhood. We were always on land, and the nearest neighbor wasn't quite that close. And so. The
1: streetlights were never your measurement of dark.
2: Well, no, and you just never had the options to go roam. I mean, you could go roam in the backyard and have fun um, and make it home by dark, but it wasn't the same. All the kids were just started scurrying around the neighborhood, and then you knew when it was time to sort of scurry on home.
1: Or leaving your kids with a couple quarters in case they need to use a payphone.
2: What's a payphone? <sighs> <laughs> Do they even still have those out?
1: Those are ancient relics you can only find in rare places.
2: I would love just to see if what, what my daughter would even think about seeing a phone just standing in the middle of the street for no good rhyme and reason. She probably wouldn't even know where to put the quarter in. Heck, I may not even remember where to put the quarter in. Well, I hope you remember to stick with us because we have more good to talk about coming up next. Ooh, ooh, Merry Christmas.
1: Christmas comes this time each year.
3: The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth Goal Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283.
0: I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry
4: these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right
0: because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, Your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today.
3: Shopping for that diamond engagement ring this holiday? Guys, you know it's what she really wants. I'm John Ravenstein. And I'm Corey Ravenstein. Come shop Juniker Jewelry Company with the largest selection of diamond engagement rings in the state. We are Mississippi's direct diamond importer with 10 times the loose diamonds of average jewelry stores. Every size, every shape, and every price range. At Juniker Jewelry Company, you get true, direct from the cutter,
0: market pricing in our guaranteed best price in the state right up front.
3: How refreshing is that? Pick your diamond and setting, then our goldsmiths set and size your ring ready for your big moment. We even have complete diamond engagement rings starting
5: at under $1,200
3: and go as big as you want to go. We really do have an engagement ring for everyone. This Christmas, you've got to get to Junikers. Because love can't wait.
4: Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct Diamond Importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com.
1: Pillium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on site or remotely is more critical than ever.
2: As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communication, body cams, and in-car video systems.
1: Contact us at pillium.com.
2: Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. I'm Laurie McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go. 601-879-3969.
4: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
0: Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
2: Maka is a thing to say.
1: What is he saying? Bride,
0: Does
2: anybody actually... Does that have a meaning?
1: It is Hawaiian for Merry Christmas, Santa I believe.
2: Well, well, well that Santa makes, Santa it Santa makes it Santa sexier Santa. then. <laughs> I always wondered what he was saying. Good things wants to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi from events to unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. You got more coming up this weekend and next with Super Talk. You've got the guard mama. She's going to be live Saturday at the Mississippi Farmers Market just in time for the Merry Market. So bring the family and enjoy fresh Mississippi grown produce and Mississippi made products. There will be vendor giveaways food trucks, and a special appearance from Santa himself. And be sure to stop by the Genuine Mississippi store while you're there. And then next week, you're invited to join the Millions of Lights set up for Cleveland's annual 50 Nights of Lights this holiday season, which you don't have to wait till next Tuesday. You can get out there this weekend, too. But Middays is going to have a special guest host. That's going to be Steve Azar from 10 to 1. I will be there from 2 to 3, bringing you all the good things that Cleveland has to offer, but that is Tuesday, December the 14th. They're going to have the lights, they have the great window decorations, they have plenty of shopping, they have great restaurants, plus plenty of superb accommodations if you're looking to make a whole weekend out of it. There's a few more weekends before we get to the main event, which is a Christmas. So if you're planning a visit to Cleveland, then you need to go to 50NightsOfLights.com or go to visit cleveland dot com for more information and for those in the pine belt too or in the surrounding area I saw where the Hattiesburg Zoo too has the lights of the wild um, attraction there at the zoo and they've got all their kind of exotic um, inflatables and lights up and how cool would it be just to see the zoo all lit up and festive that way here's one thing there is plenty for you to do from the tippy top to the bottom of Mississippi, Mississippi here in the holidays in fact it can feel extraordinarily overwhelming sometimes for families to think about all the cool and good things there are to do in your surrounding area or even just a little bit of a 30-minute to an hour drive one way or the other. And sometimes you feel like you have to do it all. Got
1: that fear of missing out.
2: The fear of missing out, which the parents of the 70s, 80s, and 90s, which we were talking about here on Good Things, I don't think they really had that. Well, they obviously didn't have as many... Opportunities to get out and take the kids to different things uh, within our communities. Yeah, so, you go
1: back far enough, the entertainment was shrinky dinks. Cut out this plastic, put it on a sheet on a cookie sheet, put it in the oven, and it shrinks. Well,
2: that was and a lot now of you fun. Got it. Well, that was and, and Stretch Armstrong and sort of those type of things to keep you to keep you busy. It is interesting. The children of and if you're just tuning into good things. This came from an actual family of different generational conversation, poking fun at my mother-in-law and maybe my mom on things that they would do with us in the 80s or the 70s, 80s, early 90s that parents today either wouldn't ever do or just can no longer do for whatever reason. And just talking about how the times sort of have changed. But the holidays, definitely, if you think back to your traditional holiday um, things with your family and what little it took to have a good time or create a memory or even if you take the holidays out of it just I feel like for kids just go outside and you just had to figure out how to have fun which you never had a problem figuring out how to have fun but now it feels like fun we have complicated fun if that's I think that's where I'm trying to get to there's too many gadgets we, we put to.
1: bubble wrap and safety barriers on all the dangerous things to the point where there's a movement that it's growing rather slowly, but I've noticed it, its growth in the last five or six years. There is a movement for children, and this is going to sound strange, but let me hear me out, mm-hmm. for children to experience normal danger. And what what they do is they have these playgrounds set up where It looks kind of like a junkyard, but there's all these weird and interesting things for kids to play with that on at first glance you're thinking, oh my goodness, that's dangerous. But supervised, it can be a learning experience. Like, for example, one of the setups they have is this just stack of pallets and hammers and saws and random tools. Sign me up. Just to go out there and hack away at them, have some fun. If you did that with a bunch of kids unsupervised, yeah, somebody's gonna probably get hurt. But if you got an adult out there supervising the normal danger, it learns it becomes a learning experience for the kids.
2: Oh I, I completely agree. And I think I think the pendulum will swing. Sometimes we do things out of uh, with good intention. I don't think the majority of parents have bad intentions of being, you know, helicopter parents for the wrong reasons or for whatever. You just start hearing all the PSAs and you want parents more than anything, they want to keep their kids safe and then they want them to grow up to be, you know, healthy and happy individuals. And sometimes it does that does include letting them kind of figure things out on their own. But Greg and Nettleton said when we were young living in Pilahatchie, mother wrote for paper in Brandon every Tuesday me and Greta would ride with her to Brandon on Highway 20 where she would drop off her article for the week I will never forget how funny we thought it was to ride on the side of the road all the way there with the radio blasting me and you and dog named Blue can you see us now doing that well you probably needed to be in the backseat with you know the proper restraints but you could probably do that you know now as as well in some way but some of it I do wish could come back just a little bit to like let loose fancy free and have, you know, a little bit of fun. And then some of it, unfortunately, is just the world we live in. You can't just allow your kids to run amok like they used to. And I think you don't mourn the past. You just appreciate it. And then you, you figure out how you can have some, some good and safe fun um, here in the world in which we live. The coach whistle was my mother's cell phone growing up when I was a child. If we were out in the neighborhood and mom wanted us home, she would blow her whistle to let us know that we needed to get it in the house and we better be running. There you go. I like that. I may need one of those just around just around the house, just start blowing the whistle out of nowhere.
1: My mom had a bona fide old timey cast iron dinner triangle, like the, the thing mm-hmm. you'd see in the movies where you just ring and yeah, if, if we were out and about, within earshot of that, she'd ring at it from time to time to let us know, hey, dinner's ready, you better come on, or it's gonna get cold.
2: Bobby and Hazelhurst remembers going to high school with rifles and shotguns in the back of your window. Yeah, you can't, you can't really do that, um, do that anymore. Drinking out of a neighborhood water hose, absolutely. You definitely had that one water hose because you were out running around, you were playing, and then you weren't gonna go in to do that you know come to think of it you got real creative on all kinds of things when you were out playing i mean you found out how to figure out if you had to go go you would go if you needed if you were thirsty you figured out how to get water you get you know you weren't coming in (laughs) and and
1: these these kids do still exist they're just rare and you you tend to see them put on pedestals like the Remember the kid, I think it was a couple of years ago now, the little guy, like he couldn't have been more than four or five, was just walking around the neighborhood and decided, you know what, I want a banana. He <laughs> just walked up to this lady's front door, knocked on the door and said, can I have a banana? So she took a picture of him, went and got him a banana, gave it to him, took a picture of him with a banana, sure, and there he goes, he's off with his banana.
2: Off with his banana. Well, there are many of you who had children, um, you know, teenagers in the 80s and 90s, and if you were... Especially if you didn't have to work, if you were able to stay home, your house was the beacon after school, and so you bought. And you may still do. You may, you may still fit fit this bill. I mean, you were feeding everybody. I mean, it was everybody's kids were coming through your house for snack after school. Everybody's kids were kind of hanging out there for the early round of dinner, and you probably loved it. it. Was the highlight probably of growing up, of your children sort of growing up. You you probably didn't. Continue to let that happen if you weren't someone who was <laughs> willing for it, for sure. And if you lived in a tight knit enough neighborhood, you kind of swapped who was kind of doing dinners or watching sort of that day. I mean, you know, you hear the adage, it takes a village um, all the time, and it can be used in different ways. But I feel like that's one thing that's missed from the 70s, the 80s, the early 90s. Well, one, you had the opportunity to be a little bit more free with your village because it was just a different time but you kind of as a as a community you kind of looked after kids that were running around you kn- but you also they were smaller to the point you knew who they who they were and whose they were that makes a big difference when kids just start running through your front backyard <laughs> you know who their mom and them is it's a little bit less daunting than to just watch you know oh yeah
1: because they they run by and do something they're not supposed to be doing hey i know your mom. really what's her name you say oh Okay, start acting right.
2: I'm going to call you daddy. You don't. (laughs) You know which kids, though, that would also work with. Yeah, all the times growing up, we used to have bottle rocket wars. Our parents didn't bat an eye till you lost an eye. Now listen to me, I sound like a 2020.
1: (laughs) Making weapons out of PVC pipe, putting it together so you could have a little machine gun to put the bottle rocket down.
2: Giving you baby guns and saying just don't name it at the face.
1: Don't, don't aim it at anything metal. It'll bounce back.
2: Well, you only do that once. And that's how you learn. <laughs> Stick with us. We've got more good things coming up next.
0: Let it snow. Let it snow. Let it snow.
3: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. 30% chance of rain today, mostly cloudy, high near 80 degrees. Tonight, rain likely low around 64. Your Saturday, a 60% chance of rain, high near 71. And for your Sunday, sunny conditions, high near 58. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com.
0: Join middays with Gerard Gibbert, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., sponsored by The Road, your destination for fine men's clothing. Ace Bolt and Screw is your one-stop shop for great gifts, tools, accessories, fasteners, saw blades, ladders, and more. The best selection of hardware and fasteners is at either location of Ace Bolton Screw on Julianne Street just off Gallatin and Jackson or the Gluckstadt location right off I-55 next door to Camper Corral. Whether you're shopping for the do-it-yourself or in your life or for a professional contractor, even your industrial wish list, you'll find the best deals this holiday season at Ace Bolton Screw online at acebolt.net i
2: We've lost so many people to COVID, so many moms and dads, favorite uncles, older sisters, and best friends. But vaccines can help prevent serious illness and death from COVID in more than 9 out of 10 cases. So now almost all COVID deaths are preventable, and so are the broken hearts they leave behind. We can do this. Find COVID vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. That's vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
6: I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Starkville High School student is being charged with felony possession of a firearm on school property. Someone alerted administrators Thursday and the school was placed on lockdown for about 15 minutes while the suspect was apprehended. Officials at the Tupelo Public School District and police are looking into possible threats made to the middle and high school. According to WTVA, the district alerted parents Friday morning they're working to monitor the situation with police. Earlier this week, Mississippi identified its first case of the Omicron variant. Dr. Laura Miller, a family medicine specialist at the Hattiesburg Clinic, said because the Delta variant is still very dominant, health officials are concerned about the holidays.
3: We're not quite far enough out from Thanksgiving yet to see if that was going to give us an appreciable burst or bump, but that's our concern heading into Christmas and kids being out of school, coming home from college, family gatherings, that's certainly a concern.
0: When you listen to Super Talk, you hear our team working for you. Great information, drilling down and getting to the core of the issues that impact you. They give you like the information you need to know. Super Talk Mississippi. This is Delbert Hoseman, your Lieutenant Governor.
5: I'm
2: Grace. I'm Roland. I'm I'm Charlie. I'm Neil. I'm Charlotte.
5: Hello.
1: From my family to yours.
5: Merry Christmas. And- New
1: Year! If your travels include a trip to the Delta this holiday season, you'll spot a beautiful Mississippi Delta town along historic Highway 61 called Cleveland. Southern Living and Smithsonian both say Cleveland is one worth visiting. Great restaurants, great holiday shopping, the Grammy Museum, and of course the 50 Nights of Lights, where downtown Cleveland sparkles with over a million shining lights. So come on, Mississippi! Hop in your sleigh and visit Cleveland, now through January 2nd, for the legendary 50 Nights of Lights. Whether you're a Rebel, a Bulldog, a Golden Eagle,
0: or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi. The Rebel Report. Thunder and Lightning. The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Good Things wants to remind you there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you. All you have to do is go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We're going to find out more about the movies with our favorite movie critic, Miss Tanya T. And Tanya, uh, to go along with what we were talking about earlier here on Good Things, what parents today wouldn't do that the 70s, 80s, and 90s parents would, and that would be dropping you off at the movies. Oh, yeah. My mom would, like, load you up, give you your, you know, know what, whatever, and she would sit out in the parking lot or go run errands and then, you know, be there whenever the movie was over with. Yeah. I feel like less of that happens, uh, in today's time yeah and you know it seems like the theaters I went to
7: as a kid um they were kinda of standalone, so you couldn't go anywhere and get in trouble but now they're in the middle of shopping malls and busy Thing so that's a good point. Seems like people, uh, you know, kids could wander off a lot easier now.
2: But it's still fun to take the family to the movies. So what we got going on this week?
7: Yeah, this week we've got a new one, and it's not going to be for everybody, but it's right up my alley, and that is. the wonderful musical that we all have known all of our lives, and that's West Side Story. Um, so, you know, I'll go ahead and say, you know, if you're going to like this movie or not, you know, if you didn't like the first one, if you didn't like, don't like the stage musical, then skip it. But if you're a movie musical or a stage musical fan like I am, you're going to love it. But so they did it justice. Oh, I think so. And what's super interesting about this is Steven Spiel, Spielberg directed it and wrote, well, directed it and produced it. And I thought every time I would see that, you know, when I would see a trailer, I'd be like, that is like, You know, there's no aliens, there's no green screens. You know, what is Steven Spielberg doing here? And um, I read a little story this week about that kind of explains it. Um, He, growing up, the first. Um, you know, regular or popular music that was allowed in his house was the soundtrack to the West Side oh, Story. Cool. So he's always had a love for this particular story. And then on top of that, you know, everybody knows the premise. It's sort of a another version of Romeo and Juliet. You know, the two a uh, young boy and girl from two different sides of the tracks that fall in love and everybody around them hates it. And so, you know, there's all kinds of stress and, you know, all that all that goes along. I mean, if your family doesn't like the person you're dating, there's a lot of stress that goes along with issues. that. Yeah. <laughs> and so that times a million. And so he thought, you know, this is a story about division and our country is so divided right now. So he thought now was the perfect time to to bring this one to the big screen. Um, the, what I really enjoyed, of course, you forget all of the songs and it's been so long since I've seen the original. Um, so I know there are changes, um, but there are so many songs from this movie that I just had forgotten. Um, was from West Side Story, um, but the colors are beautiful. The dancing is incredible. I mean, just I I just can't imagine the hours and hours of rehearsal before they even turned on the cameras. Um, but every character did a great job. Um, this one we've got Ansel Edgort as um, Tony, and a newbie Rachel Zegler plays Maria, and she shines. I mean, you would never know that this was her first film. She is so good, so perfectly cast. Um and I just thought they both did a great job. You know, it's such a big you know big shoes to fill
2: there's a good storyline too i can't remember the character i've never seen it but the older lady she's like 90 now which i think she was one of the original oh yes rita moreno Uh Uh and so i think that i thought that was cool at least seeing some of the you know trailers or just sort of the press around it that she's still like she's doing good and not
7: only is she incredible in this movie i mean Just breath. She takes your breath away. She is that good. Um, But she looks incredible, you know. So for me, you know, I, I felt like she was the highlight of it all, you know, and you could tell just from watching it that she was probably the glue that really made this production work you know what I mean mm-hmm. I mean I just I love her and I was a fan of hers as a child because she was on an electric company which was my jam when I was a little kid you know her and Morgan Freeman and Spider-Man was on there um, so I've always loved her and um, and she actually got an award I'm a member of the Critics Choice Association and uh, we had a Latino award show last night and she actually received a Lifetime Achievement Award award and so well deserved i mean she is she's done so much and this movie back in the 60s was um you know what really brought her to the forefront pretty cool all right so
2: two thumbs up for that one is there another one that's
7: come out yeah well there's one that's actually coming out the week of the 20th um and it's being the ricardo's and it's the live i mean the the movie about Lucy and Ricky and I'm probably one of the few people that I'm not a I love Lucy fan. I don't Can you say that out loud I know America? I know I feel so bad now there are certain parts of the show like the candy scene, the iconic scene yeah, know, stuff like that of course you can't help but laugh but overall, I just kind of got tired of Lucy tricking Ricky into being in his show. I mean, it's like, okay, how many times could she do this? But, of course, I'm a fan of Lucille Ball. I mean, yeah. she such, was such a, a class act and just so, so good at what she did. But this movie, I got to see a sneak peek of it. Um, and so I, Nicole Kidman is playing Lucille, and she does such a great job. Um, so that's something to look forward to. It's I didn't know this, but um, she was one of the many people back in the day that was accused of being a communist. And so that kind of came out in the papers at the height of I Love Lucy. And so it, was, it this story is kind of about what they had to do to try to, to um, I guess, fan the flames yeah. and um, try to make that go away, try to save the show, save their careers. It um, So you get to see a lot of on-set stuff. And we've always heard that, like, Ethel and... Fred didn't get along in real life. And so you see that. Um, and then you also see they do some flashbacks to when they first meet and, you know, their little love story. So I really I thought Nicole Kevin did a fantastic job. You know, when it was first announced that she was going to play Lucy, I had a I hard do. time visualizing no, I, it too, until
2: you see it. Yeah.
7: And but she's got the voice. Um, there's a lot of. Reenacting some of the famous scenes like Lucy stomping the grapes uh, is another one that people love. Um, I mean, Nicole just knocks it out of the park. Her voice, her mannerisms, every little detail. She's got it down. And um, Javier Bardem plays Ricky, and he does a great job, too. So um, it, that's one that I definitely recommend when it comes time. Um, a little bit closer to Christmas.
2: I'll enjoy that one just because we were I Love Lucy fans, whether you weren't yeah. or not. <laughs> I know. I feel so bad. but um no, be honest. It's fair. Yeah.
7: <laughs> and then um, so what we have to look forward to next weekend, Nightmare Alley is coming out. This is a new one with Bradley Cooper. Yeah so um i'm excited about that one and then of course spider-man no way home um that's the one that i'm super duper excited about
2: the one with bradley
7: cooper it's going to be kind of trippy right yeah yeah it's going to be another one of those kind of mystery
2: kind of things which kind of when i was watching the the trailer i couldn't decide whether i mean i I would not not watch it because of bradley cooper i'd wait for it to obviously be on something streaming but i'm like is it is it scary or is it kind of just mind bending? Where's the Yeah, the line for it. I Every, can't I don't know which category to put it in. Yeah, it's and just I'm not sure scary, either. Scary, I'm not really mm-hmm.
7: into it, but yeah, to me what a little bit I've seen, I'm thinking it's more of a mind bending kind of thing. Uh, one of those that you know, you think about mm-hmm.
2: after you've watched it. But. Speaking of streaming, and I know it's not necessarily a movie, but I'll have to say two thumbs up for Hawkeye. I don't know. Yes. yes. So mm-hmm. our family, if it's if you like Marvel and you like something, you have to wait for every week to come through. You now come on, because it comes on Wednesdays because we're called up. I mean, you can catch up now on it. But they do a good job with it. It's it's done really well. I'm, and for someone who is just so of eh, wanting to see like the series, I'm finding I'm pleasantly surprised at how much our family's enjoying the sort of spinoff. Yeah. Uh, Uh, You know, um, the spinoff story behind, you know, maybe a maybe a character who didn't have the, the big spotlight.
7: Yeah. And so many people gave Hawkeye a hard time because he's like the only one that doesn't really have a superpower or whatever. But you can't help but love the character, especially after the series. I mean, he's just so lovable and such a good guy. And Lord knows
2: it's hard to find. Things you can sit and watch with your family these days. Yes, that is true. <laughs> so that is definitely one. All right. Well, there you go. We got two for you this week. And then we've got the big ones coming up. Is Superman next week? I mean, yeah, Superman. Um, Spider Man next week. It is. So All righty, that's going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, you guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next.
4: to sell be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show thousands of buyers will be there instant background checks available for gun purchases the big one the great southern gun and knife show this weekend saturday nine to five sunday ten to five at the trademark building on the fairgrounds take the high street exit off 555 and follow the signs exercise your right to keep and bear arms while you're there be sure to register for the door prize see you this weekend at the big one sure is shooting don't, don't miss, miss it, it. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA retirement or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841-957-3841 957-3841 now. Are you having sewer and drain problems?
5: This is the closing agri market report. At the close, in New York cotton exchange, March cotton was down 36 to 106.23. May cotton was down 31 to 104.93. The close of the Chicago Board of Trade January soybeans were up three and a quarter to 12.67 and three quarter per bushel. March soybeans were up two cents twelve seventy four and a quarter per bushel. March corn was down one and three quarters to five ninety per bushel. May corn was down one and a quarter to five ninety two per bushel. At the Mercantile, February live cattle was up twenty seven to one thirty eight oh seven. April live cattle was up sixty five to one forty one eighty seven. January feeders up eighty to one sixty four eighty seven. March feeders up twenty two to one sixty five thirty. And at this hour the Dow Jones is up one hundred twenty one points, thirty five. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Y'all listen up. Have you seen all the litter on the sides
4: of our roads? We need to all do our part to fight litter. Put trash in its proper place and make sure items in your truck beds are secure. Remember, trash blows. Secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road, secure your load.
2: Hey, sports fans. This football season, MDOT wants to ensure you get to your game day destination safely. So before you hit the road to watch your favorite team, be sure to download the MDOT Traffic app. The M.Traffic app is free for both Apple and Android devices. And remember to drive smart on the way to the game. That means buckling up, obeying the speed limit, and avoiding distracted driving, especially when traveling in work zones. For more information, follow at Mississippi DOT on Facebook and Twitter.
0: Where Mississippi comes to talk, middays with Gerard Gibbert, weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Top, Mississippi.
2: Hey,
0: Santa Paul.
2: Don't delay in planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel, so just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe for free and get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and of course, here with the good things. And you can get just about every Super Talk Mississippi show on your favorite podcast app. That's the Gallo Show, Middays with Gerard, Good Things, Sports Talk Mississippi, along with favorites like Thunder and Lightning, The Rebel Report, The Eagle Hour, In the Mississippi Minute, and it goes on and on and on and on. If you enjoy podcasts, then just search Super Talk and then hit subscribe all the way down, and then to leave a kind review. That always helps us out here as well. We're having a good time on the Ceasefire text line, as well as on the Good Things Facebook group, kind of going back in time and thinking of things a little differently, of how parents approached life with kids in the 70s, maybe 80s, and early 90s. But I want to shift gears a touch and go to, what if things were a little bit different with the Olympics? Now, (laughs) you know I love the Olympics, and we've always, whether it's winter, and the winter's actually coming up next year, which I believe means they were still on the same Trajectory. So now I don't know how that will work out as years go forward. Oh, no, they'll get it'll fall back in line because yeah, the get summer back on the schedule. only has three versus sort of four. So I'm all excited because I get the Olympics, you know, smorgasbord together like that. Um, and we always talk about every time it gets Olympics uh, season that they should put in normal folks next to the professional athletes. And yes, that would be a good. Which is a benchmark. Which is a benchmark. Which would be a lot of fun. But I want to I want to challenge your thinking today. <laughs> what if they did away? And I saw this in a meme. I didn't create this. What if they did away with professional athletes altogether? And so the Olympics, because you know it's like a international sort of thing. You are representing your country. So what if they turned it into like a draft scenario where you just get. Drafted out of you know each Olympics, so it's like, hello, Rhino, you've been drafted. Sounding
1: awful, Hunger Games.
2: (laughs) You've been drafted to represent the United States in the twenty twenty (laughs) two snowboarding competition. Show up in wherever
1: we are (laughs) doomed.
2: (laughs) Are we? Because I can't
1: snowboard to save my. I can't. I can barely water ski, so I imagine snowboarding would be tough.
2: (laughs) But if if all countries went to draft form then, you know, you're getting all kinds of just everyday people plucked out of their normal life. And I just maybe, wonder, is
1: there like an age cutoff? Are you going to have like a no, eight-year-old man versus a eight-year-old girl? In, why are
2: you trying to complicate the draft?
1: I mean, it's just going to okay. get crazy.
2: Well, what, what was the draft for, for war? 18. Uh, 18 and up. 18 and up. So there you go. We'll do 18 and up, but we'll make it men and women. You just basically a lottery system, and they're like, "Oh, look, gymnastics, the beam. Let's see who we pick out of the United States to represent us in the next go round." I would watch it. I would watch it. Add
1: some American Idol into this to where you you get to apply, where you're you're no longer we no longer have the pros doing all the different sports, but you still have professional coaches, and America gets to vote on who goes to what coach
2: Could you imagine to I mean take this to your beloved sport of soccer I mean how many how many's on a soccer team
1: 11 aside
2: 11 aside
1: Is that 11 a team
5: Yes
2: Okay <laughs> So now you've got 11 everyday folks that just show up and now you're going to have to sort of teach them soccer and however and to go through the World Cup in that way Someone said Rhino doing hurdles.
1: I think it'd be better on the snowboard.
2: (laughs) I would definitely shine better in the Summer Olympics, minus the anything to do with coordination. So, So yeah,
1: gymnastics is out.
2: Gymnastics is totally out. Ice skating would be the dancing.
1: Yeah, the figure skating.
2: Oh, what especially
1: the couples figure skating. What
2: if you and I got drafted for the couples (laughs) figure skating? You had to wear the shiny little outfit and everything.
1: It'd be a whole lot of, we're just going to spin in circles.
2: <laughs> I just feel like that would be a, a better representation of maybe like the mean fitness of your country and, and competitiveness than, you know, taking all of these individuals and pretty much putting them in like a laboratory and putting them you know in a vacuum
1: what i'm hearing he is we, we need to get all these people that are trying to come up with competitive leagues to compete against the nfl I'm talking to uxfl vince mcmahon take all that money and let's make our own olympics yes and and do it bigger better and batter than the ioc ever could
2: it would be way more entertaining Entire, like if you looked up on the blocks there for swimming and you saw six foot Tony's in the 60s, you saw five foot th- three Betty, she's in her 20s, and you saw like, <laughs> and if you couldn't swim, no big deal, you can like pull the whatever card and wear your floaties. I just feel like it would be entertainment for the masses, ratings through the roof. I'd watch it. But I'd cry if I got drafted into the Winter Olympics. I'm not good with anything that comes with cold. But <laughs> stick with us. you get got more coming up next with people who actually know what they're talking about with sports. And that's Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will be back on Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.